another episode of the Beulah Girl podcast. For links, related resources, and even more encouragement, visit BeulahGirl.com. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Beulah Girl podcast. I'm Carol Whitaker, and I'm here with my friend Rachel Howard. Rachel has taken a break earlier this year to be with her, well, to spend more time with her kids. She just had a baby not too long ago, but uh, we had her on a few episodes ago uh, when we were talking about self-worth and just how we view ourselves in Psalm 139. And she is back on the podcast tonight to share with us a little bit about forgiveness. And I'm really excited for you to hear about a dream that she had, and she'll be sharing about a lesson God taught her through her dream. Before we turn to Rachel, I just want to say that this topic we're talking about tonight, forgiveness, is not an easy one. It's challenging. When I actually was mapping out the topics for this year, back in August, um, this was actually a topic that I was thinking of and really felt for this month, even though it was months ago that I planned this. And when Rachel sent me her particular post, I knew that it was the right one for this month to share. And it was one that challenged me as I read it, as I've had some difficult um, situations and relationships in my life going on at this point. So perhaps as you're listening, you have some difficult situations that you're plotting through and you may just hear the word forgiveness and you know, start dreading what you're going to hear next because you're afraid what God is going to share with you. But I just encourage you to press in. Forgiveness is a command that we're given in the Bible. God tells us to forgive others and it's not to be mean and it's not so that we have to do hard things just because God doesn't like us. He tells us that so that we can be free and so that we can have relationships that don't have bondage. And so that's kind of the angle we'll be coming from today is just talking about you know, the importance of forgiveness, even when it's difficult and really forgiving with genuine forgiveness from the heart. Sometimes we think we forgive someone and then we let some thoughts fester and we realize, oh wait, I don't think I forgave that person. So we're going to be kind of exploring that aspect of forgiveness. And Rachel, I um, want all of them to hear about this dream that you had. Go ahead and share with us about a dream you had in your life about you know, just how God showed you the importance of forgiveness through this dream. Yes. Well, um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I know that we all have dreams and we all have dreams that probably if you're like me, usually make absolutely no sense. And they are just a bunch of things mixed together in your life. Or, you know, you, you see something that's really bizarre and this one was bizarre, but I do believe this one was something that was from the Lord because I just woke up and I just felt like, okay, this, this was from him. And so what it was, was, um, there was a situation in my life and there were, uh, I don't want to go into details, but there was a situation and it was a, a big deal, something that happened, um, that that some people did to me and I had prayed through it and talked with one of them about it over and over and over again and we you know we prayed and I just felt like okay I think I think I'm good you know I actually told everybody involved I forgive you like we talked about I you know I've said I forgive you so of course then I have Um, and time passed and um, maybe a couple years went by and I didn't really think about it. I didn't see one of these people and so I didn't really put this in the post, but I think what brought it on was I was gonna see one of these people 
um, for the first time in a while. And I think that just started kind of getting into my mind again. Like, okay, it started bringing some things up, I guess, that were in my heart. And so my dream was um, basically, long story short, I saw this person who I hadn't seen in a long time in my dream. And I was up like in another room. And I saw them and I ran down there and like ran down all these stairs to get to them and started yelling at them. Like, how could you do that to me? You know, I can't believe, I can't believe you're here. Why are you here? I don't want to see you. And I was yelling all these things. I don't even remember everything I said, but as I was doing it, literally I was punching myself in the face. Like I was, my two fists were beating at my face while I was screaming these things. Um, and then I woke up. And I just felt like God was speaking to me. You have clearly, you have not forgiven these people. And um, it's really only hurting you. I mean, your words and your unforgiveness is not hurting them. It's not, you're not punishing them by not forgiving them. That's what it feels like. But really, you're just holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart. And it's hurting you. It's hurting your relationship with me. It's hurting your witness. Um, and it's hurting your heart because your heart is not meant to hold on to things like this you can't, you know, you, you cannot bear that. So don't try to, and, um, and give it to me. And so I woke up and, or, you know, and so we had, I had that, I guess, conversation with God and it just kind of began a long process of, okay, how do I really do this? How do I really forgive? Um, and what it took was me seeing this person and us, you know, having a few different conversations again, and me, I just actually, I could go into something else. Um, I, when I saw this person, I, I saw them for the first time, and this is in real life, not in the dream anymore. And um, I almost felt a nudge from the Holy Spirit. I almost like felt like somebody pushing me from behind going, okay, you can sit here and be upset, or you could go over there and talk to them and be, be kind, just be kind to them. Or you could avoid them, it's up to you. Um, and so I chose to go talk to them and, and I just felt this nudge and I ended up giving them a hug and we had like a, um, a good conversation and that kind of began the process of me really giving it to the Lord and, and really letting go. So one of the things I really liked just about reading your post and I think is a good reminder for all of us and I encourage you to not only listen to this episode, but also go on BeulahGirl.com and check out the post that Rachel has written with this because she gives a great description of her dream. So, you know, if you want to just read it and just kind of let her story speak to you even more or, you know, just see it in written form sometimes can help to further, you know, help us learn the lesson. But one of the things I just like about your post and what you talk about with forgiveness is that it is forgiveness is not something you just do one time that often in relationships especially with a person you may forgive them one time but then after that initial time then it may resurface and it's something that it's kind of a process and especially if it's a deep you know wound that someone has done to you something really grievous that it's something that takes time to work through and that multiple times it may pop up in your mind so there's an, actually a verse matthew 18 21 22 which talks about this tell us a little bit what mm -hmm. that verse is and just talk to us a little bit about that verse yeah so matthew 18 21 22 it says um it's peter coming to jesus and he says lord how often shall my brother sin against me and i forgive him you know the world tells us that that there's certain things that are forgivable and certain things aren't. 
and that we were to cut people off. And so I guess this was an issue back then too. And so Peter asked them, you know, in what circumstances or how often, how many times? And Jesus says, or he says, is it, you know, up to seven times? And Jesus says to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Um, And that is, and from my understanding, seven is the number of, of completion in the Bible. And so, I, you know, pretty much Jesus is saying it's ongoing and it's never ending. You know, 70 times 7, it's, you're completing it over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and so it's, it's ongoing. And there's, like you said, there's, we're, we're in a fallen world. We're in a sinful world. We are filled with, we are surrounded by people that are going to hurt us. Um, whether they mean to or not, sometimes they don't mean to, and we hold on to stuff that we shouldn't hold on to. But we will always have an opportunity to show forgiveness and to show Christ through us, and um, and that's what he's calling us to do. That's that's the only way we can really be free um, is if we follow his lead in that. So, Right, and I had a pastor, my, um, my pastor from my former church before we moved. One of the things he used to always say is just that, you know, a lot of people will oftentimes close themselves off to relationships because they don't want to get hurt. But to truly love people and to truly, you know, embrace relationships the way Christ did, you do have to open yourself up. Mm-hmm. And that means that you will get hurt. Right. And so forgiveness is definitely something that we have to practice. But when we practice forgiveness, then it takes care of those wounds and helps us not to be dwelling in bitterness. And so it's so important that we know how to forgive and that we practice genuine forgiveness. Um, You mentioned three sort of points about forgiveness to help us when we're in those difficult situations like you had where we maybe have, you know, said, okay, I forgive this person, but then we may have to see them a few years later or just some memories pop up that are painful. If it's a family member, maybe just repeated contact with them can be difficult for us because maybe the person hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing and it can just be like a repeated wound that occurs over and over. So Mm -hmm. when we're in that place where we, we, we know that maybe God's bringing to our attention that we haven't truly, you know, forgiven or we're holding on to unforgiveness what are some things that we can take away? You mentioned three. Let's go ahead and go through those. Number one, you talk about forgiveness is a heart issue. Tell us uh, a little bit about that and how that can help us to forgive when we're struggling to do so. Yeah. Um, well, this kind of just came to me as you were talking that really it's our our heart is about our identity. You know, the, the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And it's it's our identity. However, we're thinking about something or somebody that becomes a part of who we are, and um, it's really about knowing, being secure in our our position in Christ, and letting His love flow through us. That we can we cannot be affected by these people, and the offenses might you know they keep doing over and over again. Like you said, it might be a repeated behavior. And we can, I believe, get to the place where we are so confident in our, our place in Christ that those things can just kind of roll off our back. And, um, and because our heart is so full of Him, full of His Word, um, full of His truth, and He just is, you know, shining through us that we can just kind of let those things roll off of us and, and even see those people as, you know, we, we once were them. You know, not to say that we're all we're perfect now and they're not, but we we have you know 
wronged people. I'm sure we can all recall different moments, and I actually have another post I remember when we unintentionally hurt people. You know, we don't even realize we hurt people and we're hurting people. Maybe we're excluding them or whatever it is. Um, and we all, you know, will hurt somebody at some point, multiple times probably. And we need to just see each other as we need to have grace for each other. And um, so I think with it being a heart issue, I think it's it's really about our identity and hiding our hearts in Christ um, and, and filling our truth or filling our hearts with his truth and his word and, and, and taking those thoughts captive over and over and over again. I like um, how you mentioned, you know, heart. When we when I hear the word heart, and, and I think in today's society, we think of, you know, just the beating in organ in front mm-hmm. of, in, in our body. But when the Bible mentions the heart, it really does refer to just your entire inner person, your, your morality, your conscience. Mm-hmm you know, your will and your emotions, it, it really referred to all that going on. And so one of the verses, like, for instance, when I was reading over this section that came to mind was Matthew 18, 35. And in it, Jesus says that, you know, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. And what he's talking about before that, he was talking about the story of the um, servant who his master forgave him for his huge debt, but then mm-hmm. he went to another servant and he demanded payment for a much lesser debt and then his master found out about it and threw him in in jail and what it's referring to there is um that when we refuse to forgive that our heavenly father actually hands us over to well it's kind of confusing but he actually allows us to be tormented in our mind Mm -hmm. um that he hands us over to torment because we have not obeyed in that area. And so it's saying in Matthew 18, 35, that our heavenly father will hand us over to, you know, we'll have mental torment in our mind until we choose to forgive, unless we forgive our brother or sister from our heart. And so he really emphasizes there from our heart. And that's really from our internal person, um, the center of who we are, as you're mentioning Mm -hmm. our identity. And, you know, just years ago, I went through a Hope Ministry training, and one of the things they really emphasized in that, I just want to read to you something um, that that uh, I brought up as I was kind of studying to um, do this episode. This is from my Hope Manual. It says, Jesus tells us in Matthew 18, 35, that we are to forgive others from the heart. True forgiveness is deeper than just saying and passing, oh, I forgive you. The heart of a person is the mind, emotions, and will, and forgiveness must come from the core of our being. It is recalling to mind the incidents of offense visiting upon the emotional impact of the event and choosing to obediently forgive by canceling the debt as Christ has forgiven us. After the choice has been made and forgiveness has been processed, it may take a period of time before the pain goes away and emotional healing is experienced. When healing has been completed, the offended person will experience God's peace and freedom. So I I honestly am glad that you brought this up, Rachel, because when I first was looking at this and thinking, okay, forgiveness is a heart issue, I realized, yeah, there are wounds that I have that I I like to meditate on those sometimes I like to feel sorry for myself and and often when that mm-hmm. person's name is brought up mm-hmm. I kind of think a, a negative thought about that person mm-hmm. and I, and those are all ways of holding unforgiveness and so yeah. we could say in our mind Lord I forgive that person or me we may have even gone to them but holding those thoughts in our right inside um, and another way just not to interrupt you but another way is you kind of you notice how you might talk about that person if somebody brings up their name 
And if you find yourself wanting to say something negative about that person, that's an inclination that you, that indication, I'm sorry, indication that you're probably holding on to something. So yeah, I think that's a way that we can kind of check ourselves too. Right. So we need to forgive from the heart. Um, Mm -hmm. Your second point that you bring up is that forgiveness is often an ongoing process. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So just as you said, you know, we, and, and in the case of my dream kind of too, that we might go periods of time where we don't see the people um, that have hurt us and then we see them and then we kind of are revisited with all these feelings um, or where we have forgiven, we truly have forgiven them, but then the enemy comes and wants to plant another seed of unforgiveness, even though we've already un- we've already forgiven them. I believe, you know, we can totally forgive and then the enemy can come in and just whisper things to us and say, oh, but remember this and... Um, that that's totally unacceptable that they did that. They don't deserve your love. They don't deserve your friendship. They don't deserve your approval. You know, shame on them. How you know you're better. You don't deserve that. All that kind, of, all the things that he tells us, because um, he wants to plant those seeds. So that's why I said number two, it's an ongoing process. We have to always be on guard against his lies and against um, anything that he would want to plant inside of us. Um, because there will be times where things will come up and, and he, he will want, he will know our weaknesses and he will want to, to bring those things up again. Um, and so it's an ongoing process that we have to continue to take those thoughts captive. That's one of my favorite verses. Honestly, I can't think of what it is off the top of my head, but I believe it's, um, I want to say it's Corinthians. I could be way off. So please look this up. You can Google it. (laughs) That's my friend. Google is my friend when I can't think of what the verse, the address of the verse is, but it's um, the one that says, you know, um, we demolish strongholds and we take every thought captive into obedience, the obedience of Christ. Taking our thoughts captive, taking it captive right in that moment. It's one of those things right in that moment too. That's something I've learned is in that moment, not don't let it fester, don't let it sit, but in that moment when he says, remember this part, remember what they did or whatever it is, any thought, but we're talking about forgiveness right now, you know, I can, you know, anything that he's trying to put in there, an, an unforgiveness, right in that moment, you have to say, no, you know, Jesus loves that person. I'm, I'm called to love that person. I will choose to see them as he sees them. Um, I will choose to see them as forgiven. It, it helps me to see them as, you know, that's one of God's create, that's God's creation over there. That's God. That's His creation. He has a plan for that person. I may not know what it is. I may not see in my own human eyes that they can be redeemed. You know, whatever it is. But my God is so powerful, but that He can redeem anybody. So I want to see them as redeemed, um, even if they aren't yet. A couple things I want to just mention before we move on to the next point. With it being an ongoing process, um, one of the books we talked about a lot in the last few episodes. Um, I've talked about it and also co-host Susie Lolly has talked a little bit about it, but we've been exploring rejection and we've talked a little bit about unforgiveness because we've been talking about rejection and just the idea that we often retaliate in wrong ways when people hurt us. But one of the things that, that um, Mike Riches, he is a pastor, but one of the points he emphasizes in living free relates to this verse in Matthew 18, 21, 22, when Peter asks how many times we are to forgive and Jesus says not seven times, but 77. One of the things that, that Mike Riches says um, is he says in his book that it's possible that Jesus had in mind when he told this these words to Peter mm-hmm. that he was to forgive not just seven times, but 70 times seven if necessary, that what he was talking about was, again, this idea that when the incident resurfaces after we've already forgiven someone right. to go ahead and right then choose again, 
I forgive this person. Like mm-hmm. repeatedly, sometimes we have to work through those things. So he says just the same thing and also emphasizes that if we don't, that we do give the enemy a foothold. So even if it's incredibly hard, it's worth the effort of every time a thought comes up, taking it captive, like you were saying, mm-hmm. because we have so much at stake. We can, you know, we are going to have our relationship with God jeopardized. Right. If we hold on to unforgiveness. We're going to have this tormenting thoughts in our mind that no peace and um, it can even have an effect on our physical health. So, so mm-hmm. important that we go ahead and do as the Bible says, and even if it comes up again, to just go ahead and shut it down like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Number three, you talk about forgiveness also releases Christ's power and glory. Tell us what you mean by that. Um, well, at the end, I think I say, you know, forgiveness was God's answer for this world. Um, the only way that the world could be redeemed and back to the state that it was supposed to be in the beginning was through the blood of Christ. That was the only way for us to be totally restored, and that was through his forgiveness. Um, giving Forgiveness is, I think I've heard it defined as, you know, giving something that somebody doesn't deserve. You know, they don't deserve it, but we, we give it anyways. He gives us grace freely. He gives us, our, you know, gives us mercy freely. We do not deserve it. Um, and so we are becoming like Christ when we walk in forgiveness. And so we, when we forgive, we, we display his power and his glory that he's done in our lives. Um, and I think it's really powerful, you know, in situations where, where our quote-unquote unforgivable that we still do. And that displays him because the world will say, how could you forgive that? You know, that's, that's crazy. Like, why would, you, why would you still love that person? what you know what about what they did to you and you you can say well my jesus forgave me and i want to be like him and you know he he is ongoing unconditional love and that's what we're called to be and it's it's i know it might sound funny but it's almost exciting to be able to forgive because as painful as it can be is because that because that's who our who our christ is that's who he is and if we can't do that and be that then we probably should question our own walk with him because that's exactly what he wants us to do. And the Bible's all, you know, it's all over the New Testament um, forgiveness. And and so when we do that, we just display him. It's him inside of us. Um, so, yeah. Right. And what you talk about in your post is just that when you forgave, in this instance you were talking about um, with, with a friend, mm-hmm. that you noticed a change in yes. your relationship. Yes. And... So forgiveness releases Christ's power and glory in that sometimes when we make the change and when we're able to do what we're supposed to do, sometimes in the relationship we see a change in the other person. Now, this Mm -hmm. doesn't always happen. Sometimes you can practice forgiveness and you can do the right thing and the other person doesn't respond or they may just be upset. You know, if you were the one that has to go apologize to them or something, um, they may just not want anything to do with you. But Mm -hmm. um, often practicing forgiveness will bring about just restoration in the relationship. So the thing, you know, that I, that ended up being really powerful to kind of finish the story out was, um, my friend and I ended up, you know, I I talked about where I had the choice to go and, you know, give her a hug and show her kindness in a moment, just a, a quick moment. Well, a few months later, as I was going through this process of really forgiving, um, she ended up she and I ended up 
really crying, hugging, praying together. I was able to pray over her and again, just, you know, pray, pray a prayer of real blessing over her and, um, and to just to display Christ's love. And, and it, it, it set me free too. I mean, I feel like it, it set my friend free in a lot of ways because I felt like they were able to let go of all the stuff, you know, maybe the regrets or whatever, the shame, who knows what, what they carry. And, um, and so it was just an awesome, awesome story of God's forgiveness and, um, and something that I just, I wanted to do, I guess, in, in my conversation with her and through my prayers is, okay, God, I'm just putting it under the blood of Christ and I'm trusting this situation under the blood of Christ and, and I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to pick it up again. And so that's what I, um, you know, to this day, if those moments or, you know, those thoughts ever come in, which to be honest with you, they really haven't. Um, but if and when they do, whether it's that situation or something else, it's just putting it under under the blood of Christ because his his blood is powerful enough to to handle anything. Rachel, I want to just thank you so much for being with us and sharing with us about um, forgiveness. It is a tough topic, but it is one that we need to revisit again and again because we're all in relationships and we all, even if we've heard and done all the studies on forgiveness, we all have those moments where someone does something to us and we say, I don't think I can forgive this person mm-hmm. for this. I thought I was a forgiving person, but this person has crossed the line. And it's just a good reminder that in every situation we can forgive others because of what Christ has done for us and how much he's forgiven of us. Amen. So let's just pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for your word, which provides a guide for how we are to live. Thank you for your guidelines concerning forgiveness. Help us, Lord, in those places where people have deeply hurt us and we don't even know how to let go of that pain. For the people listening, if they're in that place right now, I pray that they would turn to you and take that step. Maybe they don't even know how to let go of it, but they would just start praying and processing through and they would just tell you know, you, everything in their heart, and then they would make that choice to let it go, even if they don't feel like letting it go, even if that person doesn't deserve to be forgiven, even if that person doesn't act repentant and isn't going to change, that you would help them to forgive because you say to do it in your word, and it has such damaging consequences and effects for us if we disobey. So Lord, help us to obey, help us to do the right thing, Help us to forgive, even if we don't feel it, knowing the incredible benefit we have when we obey you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.